Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so Monica, this week I'm so excited. We have an amazing guest. It is JK It's Cole on TikTok and Instagram. He is amazing. He is an astrologer and just like the funniest person ever. And he also roasts our astrological signs. Yes. Which is fantastic because I'm a Cancer. What are you? Are you a Libra? I'm what? a Libra. There we go. Look at me. Knowing my friends. <laughs> knowing knowing their signs. Um, yeah, and I'm just super excited. But first, you and Cole actually have something in common. Something horrible in common that fascinates me that I will always ask you about. But Monica, can you please share? I know that you have another sleep paralysis story. My favorite thing, collabs all around sleep paralysis story, Monica, please. Yes, it is Monica's sleep paralysis minute of (laughs) a minute of paralyzing fear, literally. I'm so sorry. I know it brings you like a lot of pain and exhaustion, but I I find it so fascinating. I mean, a little bit of me is like, it makes me interesting. Yeah. Even though I'm suffering. It makes you interesting. No, it's good. (laughs) Suffer for your art or whatever. Your art being this podcast. Woo. (laughs) Okay, so my most recent sleep paralysis thing so we know i have my cat emo cutest yeah. cat in the world don't we even love fight, don't even fight me about we love it emo. and i was taking a nap which is when it gets the worst even though i love to nap but that's you when it's do. the worst <laughs> i love to nap you do love nap but that's when it makes it the worst yeah so i'm on my couch and i'm again my eyes must be open because i'm looking the dream is emo's cat tower which is a beautiful pink cat tower that matches my apartment perfectly. Um, And there is... Emo is sitting on the cat tower looking at me. Okay. So he's sitting up and he's looking at me. And then there is a second emo that, like, walks in from the corner. This emo does not have a head. Uh, What do you mean, Monica? What do you mean it doesn't have a head? It doesn't have a head. But it's fine. It's like not, it's no, okay. No, it's not like bloody and gross. Right. Okay. There's just nothing there. It's kind of like cartoony in Is a it way. like fuzzed over with yeah, fur? Yeah, it's fuzzed over. There's no hole. Okay, it's just, just like checking. fuzzed, furred over. Furred over. Okay. Makes yes. sense to me when I said that. Picture it. Yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> emo number two comes in, has no head. Great. It walks up to the tower, it jumps on the tower, but one tier below where other emo is sitting, so they're like this. Yeah. And emo number, headless emo. <gasps> I don't love that. Don't say that again. Headless no, emo. No, I don't like reaches it. Reaches out, 
with a paw, grabs first Emo's head, takes it off, and puts it where his head wasn't, so that now he has a head, and other Emo does not have a head. Okay. You said it's cartoony. It was kind of like... Like a weird, scary Mickey Mouse cartoon from the 50s. I heard that that in my head when you were saying that. Like, before you did the little music, I did think of that music. So that's weird. But (laughs) I I don't love that. But it wasn't scary. I mean, this one, I was just like, what is happening? And I, like, wanted to get up to, like, intervene, and I couldn't. Yeah. So that was the paralysis part. But, like, what if you lost your head? What if the cat's like, now I'm a cat? Now I want yours. Yeah, with like a human head. Like Mars Attacks, the movie that we fucking hate. I hate that movie. Yeah. Yeah. So that sounds fun, Monica. Yeah. And then (laughs) Emo that now has a head that previously did not have a head just like prances away into my kitchen. And then Emo without a head is just still sitting in the same spot. So do you now like love head, head, having the head Emo? Like just like, is that now your cat? I don't know. Because it's the cat, it's like the head is kind of an important part. The head is an important part. You know? That's where the personality is, and ideally the brain. Right. Unless you're a cockroach, then you have two and one's in your stomach. I hate cockroaches. I never want to hear about them. Never mention them. You know them again. so much about them. I I do. Fun you know? fact about Caitlin is she is a cockroach connoisseur of information. I know more about them than I need to because I've had to kill a lot of them in my lifetime and in my apartment. And but- sometimes they just follow her and wind up dead. That's another fun fact. Oh, my God. That was so. okay. so I realize that none of you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) When I used to live in the apartment that Monica, the house, we are so fancy that Monica and I shared um, in the mornings. I would just wake up sometimes. There would just be a cockroach dead on the ground in my bedroom. A warning. I would have to just throw it away. And it's horrible. And I hate it a lot. Anyway, I realized that I'm like, I know that this is the point of the podcast, talking about the things that we're afraid of, but sometimes it's too much. <laughs> sometimes it gets too dark. I do have a story about cats, though, and cat switching, which is more relevant. That is incredibly specific. Yeah. So this is my this is my cat switching story, which is not as dramatic as yours, but it did really happen. <laughs> um, my grandparents used to have an orange cat named Pumpkin, who was not, like, the nicest cat to me, but, like... Overall, like, love pumpkin, R.I.P., like... R.I.P. pumpkin. Yeah, R.I.P. pumpkin. Um, but one day, it's, like, the middle of the night. Hate it. Hate it, right. Yeah, Hate exactly. it. Already hate it. Any story that starts his way. He... My grandparents... What am I trying to say? My grandparents <laughs> um, hear a noise in the middle of the night, and they go down to the basement, and they're like, okay, what's going on? They see pumpkin in their basement. And he's, like, howling or whatever and making a bunch of noise. And they're, like, weird. Okay. Anyway, then they go into, like, the kitchen and, like, pumpkin is there. Oh, no. There are two orange cats. No. A cat that – a cat basically broke into their house that looked exactly like their first cat. Did they keep it for pumpkin, too? No, they didn't keep it. I actually don't know what happened to it. And I realized that would have been a better end to the story if they had kept it or, like, given it away to, like, a sweet little girl who's always wanted a cat. But no, no, it's probably good they didn't because <laughs> original pumpkin was like, this pumpkin is trying to replace me. Yeah, it's body switching pumpkin. It was a body switch pumpkin and you don't want to keep that in your house. I think that's fair. I didn't, you know, you never know. You never know with cats. You never know with cats. Very I mean, shady. I love my cat, but the potential for evil is so high. And I am fully aware of that. Halloween, man. Halloween is right. Black cats everywhere. Being spooky. It's Halloween every day in my house. <laughs> it is. You do have a lot of Halloween stuff. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to bring in our guests? 
Do I want to bring in our guest? I do want to bring in our guest, Monica. Thank you for asking. <laughs> um, so this week, we have an amazing, an amazing guest who is also going to talk about sleep paralysis, astrology, not cats, I don't think. Could always turn into cat conversation, it though. It could turn into cats. But anyway, welcome, Cole. All right, Security Chat listeners, this is the reason that you listen to this podcast, not because Caitlin and I are talking about weird dreams we had, but because of our guests. And today we have someone I'm very excited to talk about because he knows all about our signs. And he's probably roasting you on Instagram and TikTok for yours. Everybody, meet Cole. Hi, it is me, the problematic Gemini himself. Happy to be here on the Scaredy Chat. Yes! Cole, I'm married to a Gemini, so it's okay. Oh, I, I'm sending you my, <laughs> my my prayers and my sorrows and my blessings. It's all, it's all good. It's all good. But um, for a while, I'm on the cusp of Cancer and Gemini. So for a while, I was actually self-identifying more as a Gemini. So I, I understand. But I think I'm I'm a Cancer. <laughs> Listen, if you ever want to come to the dark side, Geminis, we will always welcome you. Thank you. Thank you. I feel like I could have some Gemini tendencies. I don't know. I read this like big takedown a couple of years ago in Cosmo that was like, don't worry if you're a Gemini. Like we, it's okay. Like I know that like everyone hates you, but you don't need to be hate. I was like, oh, okay. I did not realize (laughs) this reputation. It's crazy. I thought it was Scorpio's. Yeah, Scorpios are like also, I think, the uh, the other ones that get a bad rap, but I don't know. It's the two of us, Scorpios and Geminis. <laughs> People hate us because they ain't us, is what yeah. I say. I have some great friends who are Scorpios, so I think oh, it's okay. Incredible. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> yeah. Well, Cole, <laughs> later in the podcast, we are definitely going to ask you to share your astrological gifts with us. Oh, absolutely. Um, <laughs> but for now, we want to talk about your fears and what mm. you were afraid of as a kid. And what you're still afraid of now. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite topic. <laughs> Love it. This is, let this be your therapy session for all your childhood fears. Sometimes we go really heavy and sometimes we keep it a lot lighter. But I am really curious where this fear comes from. So please, let's share. Yeah, so my my biggest fear is the fear of the ocean. Um, and like, just, I don't even know if it's like the ocean per se, but it's like bodies of water that I can't see or touch the bottom of because I, I love, I love being in water. I love swimming. I love, you know, like, like, you know, like, um, bodyboarding, boogie boarding, whatever it is. Um, but the second it gets too deep and I can't just like dip down a little bit and like see the bottom or touch the bottom. I'm like, am I allowed to swear? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was, I was like, I'm like, what the fuck is underneath me? Like, what is happening? What is going on? Why do people go into the water? Why do people go into the ocean? Right? <laughs> we don't know what's in the ocean. How are we no. ever going to find out? We won't. There could be like to. I'm aliens down there. Knowing. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. So I'm curious. So, okay. You said that you like to go in the ocean now. You're like down to like stay by the shore. It's just like. Yeah. The stillness of the you gotta going be able deep to out. see the bottom. If yeah, yeah if I can see or touch, like, because I mean, some bodies of water are like murky, but if yeah. I can like touch the bottom comfortably, like I love going down to because I live in New York City. I love going down to like the Jersey Shore with some friends and like, oh, let's just like sit and like wade in the water for a little bit. That's fine. Like if I can like you know dip and I was like, okay, the bottom is still there. Um, 
it gets there, there's just that sweet spot of like this is too deep. I don't know yeah. what is in the water right now. Um, if there's any potential for a shark to be there, I'm just like get me out. I'm like I I cannot do it. But I love I love like sitting and looking at the ocean too. So it's like I'm so it's like one of those like sick twisted things where it's like I think any horror movie lover can like agree with it. Where it's like I love watching scary movies because I love like you know the adrenaline rush. I love the ocean because it's so fascinating, but it's equally as horrifying and equally as terrifying. I so like mo- movies like Jaws, Anaconda, Deep Blue Sea. Do you are you into those or are you like I can't watch these water movies? Um I I can watch them because they're um well a little campier, right? You know, like the <laughs> like the special effects aren't like you know as crazy, but um what is it? Uh like 21 or 48 meters down or whatever the number is. Yeah. That one, I could not do that. I like I was watching it and I was like this is literally my worst nightmare. Like you are like that's why I like my friends like we should go like you know shark tank swimming one time. I was like or I can just get drunk on the beach and watch you go out to a boat and potentially never see you again. That sounds fine. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember when this fear started? Like was there a specific movie, a specific like childhood experience where you're like yeah. In my brain, this is this is what solidified it's that fear. Bad now. Now yeah. it's bad. Bad thing. <laughs> um, I can remember the exact moment. I was like actually trying um a couple of months ago to like think back. I was like, when did this happen? Like, why am I so scared of the ocean? And I was able to pinpoint it back to a moment when I was probably like maybe like seven, I'm gonna say, like somewhere in that like young age. And my babysitter, we were at um, her parents' house because uh, my babysitters at the time were basically older sisters, still very, very close to them. And we were, um, we were like fishing in like their parents' lake. And I remember I was just like trying to, um, I had like a, like a, a net and I was trying to get something out of the water, um, like, like a, f- like the little gay boy in me was like a flower or something like that. And out of of nowhere, this huge bass just like comes up and like snatches the, um, the net out of my hands, like just like out of the water, out of nowhere, goes into the net and snatches it. And like the, the, the net wasn't lost, thankfully, like it, you know, got out of the net and was just like, you know, on the edge. But I was like, that moment was so terrifying to me as a child because I was like, where did this giant fish come from? What else is underneath the surface that I cannot see? That is coming so scary. From what else is down there that yeah. wants to kill me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like literally everything. <laughs> That's literally so everything. weird. I mean, I have like a, a whole host of other fears that just like I I, I have like other I, I'm I'm scared of everything, but I also love all the fears at the same time, right? Like, oh, I'm like you're in good company. Right? You're in I'm good that, company. Like, I'm that horror movie buff where like when people are like, "Why do you like horror movies?" I was like, "Because that adrenaline rush I get when I like have like a like there's a good jump scare and I didn't see it coming." Oh my god! Like that is like the you best. Can't <laughs> you can't beat it. You can't. You can't beat that feeling. Yeah. No. <laughs> yes. like, you like to scare yourself, and I was like, I love to scare myself. I'm gonna That's watch. I feel scare- alive. Right. I have a, a horror <laughs> yeah. movie club with one of my friends where every Tuesday, because it's discount movie night in New York City, we go see a new horror movie at the AMC. <laughs> oh, I love that. Yes. That's yeah. if you want to like- join. We're joining. We should Absolutely. just do that. Yeah, there's a discount. <laughs> I think there's a discount at AM, at AMC is on Tuesdays in LA also. So we yeah, should do that. So great. 
Wait, so, okay, you have said a host of other fears. Like, what are these other fears? Yeah. We won't think, exploit yeah, them, we promise. You can't say no, that and not them. tell us what they are. Um, no, please Just exploit them. I, um, I would say the, like, the the big one, like, the, the number one fear besides the ocean is um, taxes. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's heights. And... It's not even like people are like, you're not scared of heights. You're scared of falling. Um, I can be on the ground looking up at a skyscraper and just the like, and I live in New York City. I'm always looking up at skyscrapers, (laughs) even being just like on the solid ground, like looking up at a skyscraper. I will get like the like my entire body goes cold and I'm like, huh? I can't, I was like, I have to look down. I, um, the first time I went to Seattle, I was like, I'm doing the space needle. I'm, I'm doing the space. I have to do the space needle. I, I, and I will never do it again. Um, I remember I did it and I like walked to the edge and I saw people like leaning against the edge, like, you know, to take a selfie. And and I was like, you know what? I am completely. People literally die that way. They do. I was like, I am completely comfortable just like saying I'm up here, I'll go on the glass floor for a second, look down, have a panic attack, run off, and then get the hell out. And that's pretty much what I spent, like, five... I think I spent, like, like 20 or 30 bucks to get up there. I think I spent five minutes up there. I was like, I'm done. Fine. I'm done with this. I can't do this. But Heights, get once me. once again, you head-on faced your fear. Yeah. it's. I, I try my best, but, you know, I, my grandma always said, you know, you can't say you don't like it till you've tried it. Well, grandma, I don't like it. <laughs> I think... Falling from a skyscraper, you can say that, that you don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> In advance. I don't know. Safe bet. Safe bet you <laughs> no, don't like that. Not yeah. fun one at all. No. I, I totally agree with you. I never used to dislike heights, but then the older that I got, the more I disliked them. I don't think I could, like, live on top of it. Like, I I don't know how high up your building is, but... I'm on the second I, floor. <laughs> perfect. That's what I can do. Second floor, maybe third floor, but maybe people who, like... Like, I have a friend who lives in a high-rise in L.A., which are not that common, but she lives on, like, maybe, like, the the 12th floor, something like that. And I'm like, ugh. Double mm, digits? Yeah. A double-digit like, floor? No. Get me out of there. No, I totally get that. Do you know why you're afraid of heights? Like, have you pinpointed it? Yeah. I know. I, I, please, fell please. A, I fell out of a second-story window when I was two years old. Oh, so you have, like... What? It's you like have an actual a, trauma thing. Right. You have a legitimate reason. Oh, what? <laughs> I have Wait like an actual... <laughs> yeah, okay. I've done like a lot of uh, like um, like past life regression type stuff and like, you know, psychic meditation, like all that. And like, it is literally pinpointed like the because you fell out of a window when you were two, you are always going to have that fear of like what is underneath me, right? You know, and like what happens if I'm... If that happens again, I'm like, cool. All right. <laughs> Can't change that one. Yeah. <laughs> we so just live with it. Do you remember the fall? Do you remember the incident? No. And not not in the slightest, but apparently I was up and walking the next day and the doctors are like, yeah, he's perfectly fine. Like, there, like no physical issue at all. Um, my, my teachers in school used to say like, makes a lot of sense. Things are adding up now. <laughs> when I would tell them like joking, like it would always be my... This is like the sick, twisted horror movie person in me. Like I'm that that grungy kid that everyone would look at, and be like, "What's going on? Is he is he the the, the, <laughs> creep, the the killer in the movie?" I'd be like, "Yeah, I fell out of a window when I was two, casually," and everyone would be like, "That's your fun fact." Usually, we say we have a dog. 
<laughs> I have like, two okay. dogs. <laughs> I, I have a window. Out of a window. <laughs> right. I think that's an amazing story, though. But like the fact that you were just uninjured is like a little like, hmm. That's yeah. somebody was protecting you. Something was going on yeah, there. What's right. happening? Some higher power. Thank, thank the Lord. That's crazy. Heights, water, which babies don't yes. drink. What, yeah. what, so what, anything else that we're like, ooh, we can unpack? Um, in terms of like, like, like spooky, scary stuff, the only movies that ever get me are ooh. like the, um, like the, the possession demon type stuff, right? Those things. Are, and I actually experience sleep paralysis a lot of times. And I, um, <gasps> gets me. me it gets me. And I've, there have been moments where I've been in sleep paralysis and I've like consciously said to myself, if I don't wake up, I'm probably never going to wake up again. And I've had to rip myself out of sleep, throw myself on the floor. I've had like the same sleep paralysis demon like come to me tons of times in dreams. Like I, I'm a very witchy spiritual person. So like, I don't take this stuff lightly where I'm like, and it only ever happens when and I hate this because I love a nap. Um, when I take like a midday nap, but the midday nap, the naps. it like when it lasts longer than like, um, like an hour, if I take like a two, mm-hmm. three hour midday nap without fail, fucked. I will You're go, fucked. I will go into sleep paralysis. I will see the demon. It'll say, Hey girl, I'm back <laughs> coming for you. And I'll be like, wake <laughs> up my body. So that's why the, the, um, like any, like the conjuring series I'm obsessed with, but like that scares me. Cause I'm like that. I know that area of life. I know that world. Like, um, any, like the monster, like horror, like, you know, slasher type stuff. I'm like, I love to watch them and I love to partake in them, but things like the right, I don't know if you've ever seen the right, that no. one messed me up. Because like Anthony Hopkins, right? Am I thinking of this? I think that's who's in it. He's like but an older about, man. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he like he's a. It's ba- based on a true story, as most horror movies are. But he's a priest who lets himself get possessed, and I'm like, if a priest can get possessed, what does that mean for me? I'm an absolute mess. Like, <laughs> no, ma'am. Um, <laughs> so those types of like, you know, like the, the demon, like really deep occult stuff. Like, I don't fuck with Ouija boards at all like that's not something and i have witchy friends who are like no it's not it's like safe it's fine like you just have to do good yeah, practice it's like, it's i was like the way you talk to them that and I'm will like, determine i'm like no i don't want to talk to them thank you though yeah <laughs> i also love the conjuring movies but they can be very freaky i possession is not something that i've ever been that concerned about but uh those movies will definitely make you concerned about it because apparently it happens like 10 times there's like a million especially movies in that if, franchise <laughs> especially if you grew up with any kind of religion you know because it's just yeah. like if you I grew up catholic and <laughs> yep. like you know so then so then you know it's like these possession movies it's like well fuck they're coming for me specifically they're coming for those of us who go to church they're coming the demons literally. want us <laughs> like they're literally no. coming for us <laughs> It's so funny because I did grow up Catholic. I did the confirmation like all the way through. And then by like ninth grade, I was like, just like, nah, we're, do- we're, we're done. I di- I fulfilled the obligation to my parents. I We had the brunch after the confirmation party, like whatever. It was all fine. Um, but it's so funny. It's like, I feel like my church was very like, not like pretended all that stuff like didn't exist kind of like. It was a very, like, the, all the walls in the church were white. It was a brand new church because the first one burned down. Uh, yeah, let's, Wait, did you see both of us were like, what? <laughs> the it all was white, white church. What? It was like, <laughs> it was like the walls, the walls are white. There's like very, there, there was like light everywhere. It just didn't, it had like a very like. Not my church. 
Yeah, I don't know. It wasn't, but the first church actually before it burned down was kind of the opposite. Now that I'm thinking about it, it was like a little bit more like wood paneling, you know, whatever. Uh, But yeah, but we didn't talk. There was actually, it was there, it was, it it did burn down. So there was a lot of wood. Um, But yeah, but it's so funny. Like, I feel like I never learned about the fun stuff, which was like the demon possession and stuff like that in my Catholic upbringing. And I do feel like I missed out on a lot of stuff. Probably a lot of trauma now that I'm thinking about it. (laughs) A lot of, if you really think about it, churches like, and and I am speaking particularly on the Catholic church, like scary. Like it's like another, not only is it like, I mean, if you get super like, zeality right you know like and yeah like it it can get like scary intense like i know some friends who have like you know like very very like evangelical type like intense church upbringings they're like it is crazy like people like you will go to church and it's like expected that you like will speak in tongues and it's this whole like exaggerated like very sometimes i think about it it's like that's kind of camp that's like okay like is is church like not a drag performance like yeah, church is not a drag turn into that i'm going back I, I yeah go it back sounds to church. really fine um but like it, it, it's also like kind of horrifying this um oh another fear but like you know like this sort of like culty mentality that like some church environments like my church where i grew up i've said this on the record before super culty like super like hellfire brimstone like you have to do this like and i grew up in ohio which is not like you know that very southern evangelical but like it felt very similar to that it's oh it's too much yeah how do you deal with gore in horror movies? Because I feel like that's the one thing that we have not talked about. It's like oh. possession, bad. Slasher's good, but like true, like, mm, like, like hostile. Getting, like saw. gutted and all your, yeah. all their I don't, intestines I, fall out. <laughs> my roommate and I were actually talking about this, how, um, how numb we are to certain things. Like I, we were, uh, we were talking about it. People are like, people are saying Squid Game is like super gory and like too intense. I was like, have you ever seen Hostel? Have you ever seen Saw? Like, this is child's play. <laughs> Nothing. No, nothing. <laughs> the only thing that gets me is like the the slow insertion of needles or like you mm. know like a nail or something like that. Like um, in so home the, alone, home alone, home right? alone. <laughs> the first quiet place. Um, yes, where it. she's like on the step. Yeah, that like the the whole the tension leading up to that. Like I did not mind. Spoiler alert for the quiet place. Watching John Krasinski get slashed and like his guts go everywhere. I was like, whatever that happens. Yeah. Watching her, like, Emily Blunt watch walk up and down the stairs and then, like, slam her foot on the nail, that, I draw a line. I draw yeah. a line. And then, what's the other one? Would you rather with, um... Yeah, Brit- Brit- Snow. With Britney Snow. When, yeah, like, the guy has to, like, take the, the razor blade to his eye. That part, I'm also, like, like, ooh, I'm like, nope. But... I can totally watch, like, the girl in whatever Saw movie it is, like, get, like, sliced in half in front of, like, the public audience or whatever. Like, that, I'm like, that's nothing. Come on. That's that's gonna happen. Someone stepping on a nail? No. (laughs) I think it's because, actually, because that probably wouldn't happen to you. Like, the, you know, public uh, murder. I don't even remember which (laughs) Saw movie that was. I've seen all of them. I'm actually a huge fan of the franchise. But I, I think it's like, oh, we could... We could step on a nail. Like we've been around na- like razor blades. Like yeah. what if we were to just That's like, probably I what it is. On a nail. I've done it. Horrible. Tetanus. Do you get tetanus shot? You got you got your shot. I must have. I was a kid when it happened. Oh. I must have. Yeah. I don't know. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> yeah. 
it's it's all uh it's bad but like it does happen you know and i think that maybe is why we're like oh we know yeah, it because like, it's like such it. like a glamorization and like a, it's so dramatic that it's mm-hmm. like this is so unrealistic uh, yeah. i actually think saw was my first like one of my first introductions to horror i know my first two oh, movies that like got me hooked one. eight-legged freaks and then the oh. the blob classics i was so wow. good, good but it was the, good the remake. it was the remake not the one like the black and white one it was the one that was like remade in the 80s i think it is um oh my gosh it was like sci-fi horror movie marathon i was sick i was home from school i said let's get it going and then saw was like the next one that really like took me took me to new heights <laughs> yeah right I- and we're off I remember watching the trailer for Saw. I feel like it's just so interesting. Maybe you guys have experienced this, but like when I watched the trailer for Saw the first time and it was like, it was a clip of um, Amanda being in in the reverse bear trap and they're like, go into the guy's stomach, get the key, whatever. I'm trying to do my voice, but I can't. I remember watching... Yeah, the key. I can't do it. But watching it and I remember feeling so sick to my stomach. I was like, oh my God, this is a movie. I can't believe... I can't believe that this is a film that, like, they made. Yeah. And then, like, I started watching it, and I was like, I'm here for it. Like, I'm going to watch. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> Sign me up. And I'm then part I, of this. I got so into that franchise, and I just, it's so weird how your brain can be conditioned to be like, oh, yeah, like. That's fine. That's fine. Someone's going to get their guts ripped out. Yeah. yeah. Just, that's just Tuesday. And the choice, the choice of it always made me feel so sick. I'm like, what if I had to make that choice? And then I think yeah. I grew up and realized, no, you're I not going to. I would, I would never have to make that choice unless things yeah. got really, really dark. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, because only like bad people get like pulled in to play the game anyway. Yeah. So, you know, well, sometimes, sometimes. Sometimes. And, and that's like, they really stretch the definition of bad. Yes, it's like, exactly. You, you designed this building that burned down like there were some people who were like oh you like murdered you like blame this person for like a murder that you did and they went to jail and they killed themselves and it was like a whole thing i think that was like i think one of the most convoluted ones was um i forget which one it is but he's like he's like a health insurance broker or something like that and and he's like you denied like their like their dad like their father and husband for health insurance and now they get to decide if you live or die it's like Okay, sometimes people just do not qualify for health insurance. Like, what do you want them to do? The system is broken. It's like, I'm going to lose my job. It's like in Drag Me to Hell. um, Oh, love that film. Where she like, she's like, I can't give you this loan. I like literally can't give you this loan. And then she gets like, like, she wasn't able to give her the loan. I'm like, Look, I, really? I understand, like, you know, <laughs> capitalism is bad, whatever, like, et cetera, et cetera. But it does feel like sometimes these people's hands are tied and the commentary should not be murder that person. And it should maybe be, let's fix the system. Let's dismantle which... capitalism. <laughs> let's, let's do something else. Let's not make this woman, like you know, go through the ringer before you eventually, like, drag her under uh, right. to her death. Great film, though. Excellent Ama- movie. Oh, the, so the, the ending? The best. Fantastic. You're, you're like, oh, she's fine. Oh, it's gonna be okay. And then, oh, no. She's in that She's no. in that Barbie pink dress, too. Yeah. So, good. so good. I recently rewatched it with my roommate, and I had not seen it for, like, ages, but it stuck in my mind. as like, this is yeah. a good one. And I didn't realize how, like, campy and, like, silly it is. It's like a horror comedy. And I remember, like, telling my roommate, it's like, no, no, that's, like, really good. He's like, is this supposed to be a comedy and i was like 
I didn't remember it because I watched it when it probably was yeah. like when it first came out and I was like what like probably like 12 or 13 or something like that I was like well I don't remember this being a comedy but it, as an adult this is funny <laughs> but still good it, it is it legitimately is I mean it's like the extreme like vomit and like all of that stuff it's like yeah. it's winking at you a little bit you know yeah. it's when pretty good when the goat talks <laughs> that yeah, part yeah. oh my god I forgot about there's that there's a lot the of there's a lot of like funny stuff in horror movies that I also think like I don't know if you guys hold this way but like when I watched Scary Movie 3 when I was like a my, kid the best one that the is best the one. best Undeniably one. Undeniably the best the one. Cindy, the TV's leaking. So good. This bitch is messing on my floor. <laughs> my absolute favorite one. So good. Because it's also the movies that I love the most. It's Signs and The yeah. Ring. And I mm-hmm. fucking love those movies. But I was afraid of it because I was like, oh, this is like, I knew it was supposed to be funny, but I was like, it's also supposed to be scary. And I was so afraid of The Ring for a long time. The Ring's I thought Scary one. Movie 3 was scary because you can see Samara better yeah. in Scary Movie yeah. 3 than you could ever see her in the ring. <laughs> That's true. You see like her whole her whole face. Her she whole does face, funny things. Yeah. Thing. yeah. I, it's I creepy. watched that movie time and time again just for the fight scene between Brenda and Samara. Because it's I just so good. it's like the, like the 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 boy who cried wolf stuff beforehand. And then like just the, the entire like that entire segment is just comedy gold. It's just like so she, good. Regina Hall <laughs> so is so good. funny. She's Hilarious. so so good. She's a great like uh serious actress also but Oh my god, hilarious! In that she, movie. she and Anna Ferris are like have Amazing. influenced my like my perspective on what is funny, like and what is. Yes. <laughs> they're definitely underrated. Also, I feel like even now, so I just think that they need to get their flowers. This is me giving them their flowers. I'm sure. I'm sure to listen we to this. We need another. You know, I I no. kind of told myself that I was we we as a society <laughs> should be done with spoof movies because they got out of hand. But yeah. I would be happy to see one more scary movie. I would. Yeah. One more. One more that makes kind of elevated horror would be great. Like a Ooh. midsummer. Oh my god! One midsummer. Hereditary. hereditary mm. Get out. Oh. Us. The witch. The lighthouse. Yeah. And so like good. it follows. And just that would have be it. Incredible. <laughs> have it be like, oh yeah, but like it's fine that you're dead because it's actually a commentary on like X Y Z, and everyone's like, <laughs> okay. Thought though for the commentary on its follows, um, Anna Faris's character Cindy thinks that she's being followed the entire time. It's just Brenda. Amazing. It's just Brenda oh. trying to get back to her. <laughs> trying <laughs> the to get back to her. Time, it's just Brenda trying to get back to her, and that's how they close the series. Beautiful. Right? It's like our friendship. We're back together because let's be honest, we're we're watching for Cindy and Brenda. <laughs> my my favorite line 100%. from Scary Movie Four, which I don't know if anybody has seen, is when <laughs> um, Cindy's like, "Brenda, I thought you were dead," and she just goes, "I thought you were I dead didn't... too." <laughs> Moves on. Moves on. Oh, it's just so good. But then, I love is it, it so the, much. Is it the second one where she's like, I thought you were dead? And she's like, I never got my death certificate. Oh, yes. Wait, maybe that's it. Maybe that is the second one. Or maybe that's the third one. She dies in like all of them. Yeah, but yeah. I always, like, Brenda's always Brenda dead. But then she comes back to life. And I'm like, it's great. amazing. It's the best. Cole, I have to ask you, you know, you've got this uh, thalassophobia, fear of big open water. You've got heights. You're a fellow sleep paralysis sufferer. Do you yes. feel like you have conquered these fears in any way? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I think it's always, um, I always like talking about them because uh, whenever I talk about them, sometimes I'm like, in a lot of ways, it's like your own psyche just like, you know, telling you like, oh, there's something wrong. When if you just take the time to, you know, just 
calm and relax, right? You can realize, okay, maybe I'm just glamorizing this. However, if I do ever run into the sleep paralysis presence again, I'm not glamorizing that. I know that I will not wake up from that scenario. However, (laughs) next time I'm in the ocean, I'll be like, there's no sharks here. I'm fine. Maybe, yes. possibly. Though. We're not. Hopefully. We're not fucking with this sleep paralysis entity. We're not. We're not fucking Never. around with that one. No. no, cleansing the space immediately after this conversation, just so that it doesn't get any good ideas. Mm-hmm. I love that. Okay, okay, so Cole. So Cole, one one final question for you, because yes. you know you did say that you would roast our, our signs. I'm a Cancer, Monica. What sign are you? I forgot. I'm a Libra. Monica's a Libra. Fun. Okay. I do want to hear, I want to hear a little bit of a roast, if you don't mind. Yeah. So. Um, so my favorite thing about cancers is that they love to help everyone else, but they will never help themselves. They are Aww. like, the, yeah. the, it's like, it's really sweet, but then it's also like, girl, <laughs> you've got some shit going on that you yeah. should talk about before you try and tell me what's going on with my life. Um, mm. And <laughs> we kind of talked about it earlier. Monica, well. don't nod that deeply. <laughs> Come on. Um, cancers right. <laughs> love just like those awkward moments <laughs> where they'll just like, they'll be like, oh, scuttle away. Let me hide. Let me pretend that that never happened. Please don't anyone ever speak to me again. And if you bring this up, I will absolutely start bursting in tears. Um, yeah, that's, yeah. Love that. that's, that's me. That's me. It's a little scary, but it's me. And um, what I love about Libras is Ooh. Libras love to do this thing where they won't decide. However, they will like be so agitated if the person who decides doesn't pick what they wanted. For example, if it's like, if it's like, hey, Libra friend, do you want to go to Taco Bell or Wendy's? And they would prefer Wendy's. And they're like, "Mm, I don't know. You decide. It's like, okay, Taco Bell. And they'll be like, hmm, I just, I just won't eat. It's like, why didn't you just say you wanted Taco Bell? Or why didn't you just say you wanted Wendy's? I'm sorry. I just won't eat. (laughs) I just won't eat. I just won't eat. It's like, what do you, like, Libras are so, like, just love people pleasing that they'll just go along with it, even if, like, it's not what they actually want. And I'm like, girl, please don't make this a big deal. Like, can you just tell me what you want to do and we will find a happy medium? Whereas Libra's just like, "Mm, I don't know, you decide. I don't don't feel like it. (laughs) But then when it's not what they wanted, they're like, hmm. Yeah, that's also pretty accurate. (laughs) I like like that though. Monica, I'm gonna, I do sometimes choose things. uh, So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, poke you to choose stuff oh, okay, yeah. be like sure. monica are you happy Stupid. here are you happy at this taco bell yes. okay wait can you roast the gemini really quick yeah and then, you gotta roast yourself yeah. real quick uh, yeah just to even the playing just field. make it fair for everyone i mean where could i start i can talk with like the, start with like the two-faced i could talk about how gemini's don't know when to shut up i can talk about how they love to start projects and never finish them i could say how they think after reading a wikipedia page they think they're the master and they have like you know this lovely phd on whatever topic it is there's so many things i could cover with gemini um but i will just say i i recently posted a tiktok on this where i said anyone with gemini placements if you were born with a gemini placement your soul chose to be annoying in this lifetime and that's just the cross that you have to bear <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, not sorry. And as the poster child, Gemini, I'm allowed to say those things (laughs) that we are. I mean, listen, I'm the first one to say I I can be a lot. I can be a little annoying, but uh, that's what makes us us fun. (laughs) 
Yes. You're not annoying. You're very fun, though. No, and we've you're hilarious. Had, you're hilarious. And we've loved having you on the podcast, even though you roasted us, though we did ask for it. Um, but yeah, can you can you plug your socials? Tell us where they can find you so they can get more of this amazing roasting and send it to all their friends, et cetera, yes. et cetera. Um, if you want to be um, insulted based on a particular thing about you that you were born into and that you have no control over... Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Um, all of my socials are JK, it's Cole, all one word. Um, I've got I've got a podcast of my own where basically I just talk about arbitrary astrology topics. It's very similar to the vibe of today where let's just bounce around and see what comes up. Um, yes. uh, that's called Retrogrades and Shade. It's on uh, Spotify. Apple Music won't let me on, so I guess it's just on Spotify <laughs> for well, some too reason. Bad for them. Too bad for them. They're You're missing lost. out on yeah. amazing content. Uh, but yeah, all my socials are JK. It's Cole. All one word. Um, yeah, come. You know, have a good laugh with me. Yes. Well, thank you so much for joining us. This has been so fun. I wish you well with your fears, and like I said, don't look back at that thing. Don't Never. look at it. <laughs> Never looking back. Only forward. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us here today on Scaredy Chat. We hope you were a little scared and maybe a little relieved about your fears. And if you're having fun listening to this podcast, please rate and review and subscribe so you never miss it and you're ready with us every week. And hey, make sure you follow us on social media. You can find us on Instagram at scaredychat underscore podcast. And maybe you have a fear and you're wondering if other people are afraid of it too? Well, we probably are, but you should email us your fears at story at scaredychatpod.com and maybe we'll talk about it on the show. Till next time, scaredy cats. Bye. Security Chat was developed and hosted by Caitlin Riley and Monica Moore Suryagi. Produced by Jeff Swimmer. Editing and sound design by Fitz Harris. Theme music by Eric Fashingbauer with samples by Jeff Zahn and Jack Lenz. And Gail Gilman is the executive producer. <laughs> <laughs>